Hey, my Rooster Crew. So, we are working on our Halloween special still. And one of our computers crashed, so that's going to be, we're going to hold it off and probably release it just a little before Halloween. So, we'll add a little couple of scary stories in there for y'all. But um, I recently did an interview with my cousin because my cousin did a, uh, he created, uh, he directed a horror movie. Uh, called Limbo, and so it was a good chance for me to practice my interviewing skills. Now, uh, bear bear with me because I don't interview people, but uh, it was it was fun. I, you know, it was fun practicing, especially with somebody that I um I know. So it's it wasn't as hard as somebody that I have no clue who I'm talking to. But uh, so we've been busy around here working on our costumes, getting ready for Halloween. Um, this time of the year, it's, uh, we're usually getting ready for, um, uh, in San Antonio, it's our, our big, uh, Comic-Con, uh, is like the last weekend of October. So we usually start getting our costumes together. Um, so we're doing that, staying busy, um, trying to get y'all some content out before, uh, the end of the, the, the week. But yeah, um, so we're I'm very proud of my cousin for making a horror movie. Um, it, it's called Limbo, like I said. Um, it's uh, pretty much based on you know uh, real life, a real life horror story kind of deal. And uh, he'll be presenting at the horrific uh, film, uh, San Antonio Horrific Film Festival, and. It's pretty cool. It's going to be a bunch of independent movies that will be going down over there. And, you know, if y'all are in the area, come down, check it out. Uh, it's Friday from 6 p.m. to 11 uh, to 12 a.m. Saturday, 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. And then 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. So check it out. Check his movie out. Um, if you see us out there, tell us what's up. Tell us if you listen to the show. Um, uh, if you want to talk crap to me, I'll be. <laughs> I'm always. I'm always up for a little shit talking. You know, it's uh It's what I do best, according to my mother. Um, but yeah, uh, check out his movie. It's called Limbo, uh, Mr. Alfonso Vega, and it's the season to be horrified. And. and we are working on our 31 days of horror as well. How are y'all doing on y'all's 31 days of horror? Mm-hmm. See, I paused because I was listening to y'all. I was listening to y'all talk. But uh, I'm doing pretty good. So right now it is the 18th and I'm on... Uh, I got 26 movies in. And uh, I was telling people actually that I think I could do 62 62 days of horror, I think, next year. That should be the real goal. If you can... No. that That's haters throwing shade on me. If uh, you can knock out 62, that makes you a true champ of... No, it doesn't. Of horrowween. How come nobody's ever call, called it horrowween? Or if they have, I've never heard... I've never seen anybody call it that. They should. Uh, that's what I'm going to start calling our our our, our annual Halloween special. Does that sound right to y'all guys? It sounds good to me. Um, you know, have fun. 
Make y'all's costumes. Tell me what you're going to be. Post on our Facebook. Dead Rooster Radio. Uh, you can reach us at deadroosterradio at gmail.com. You know that. And uh, well, tell me what y'all are watching on for Halloween. Tell me what your go-to Halloween movie are. are, are. <laughs> tell me what your go-to Halloween movie is. You know, because we're very interested in, and and you know, hearing about what y'all think. And if you tell us what's up, we you know we'll give you a shout out on the radio. I mean, on the podcast. If, if call us up at seven seven four five three eight ninety five seventy eight. You know, leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you what you what you like about Halloween. What your traditions are. What your favorite candy is, what what uh, <clears throat> slutty costume you're gonna be wearing, and I'm talking about the guys because the guys like to dress like sluts now too. I mean, who's to who's to say it's only for women now? I mean, it's the it's the season where guys really really built guys just want to take their shirts off and walk around shirtless, right? Am I right? Or they love to cross dress. They love to be bearded women walking around conventions. And you see this all the time. Um, uh, there was one time I saw a bearded Harley Quinn and a bearded Sailor Moon. It was probably the same guy on two different days. He just wants to wear dresses. And that's, no, you know, I'm not judging him. I hate wearing pants as well. If I could wear a dress every day and get away with it, I would do it. Like if I was living in the... Well, maybe not in the winter time, because you know the cold snap would make them, you know, turtle head, if you know what I mean. And we we, we don't want that. So, if we were living, it was it Scotland, where it was you know a normal thing to be wearing a kilt. I think I would like that. They have their cool little pouches in their their front, uh, their fanny packs. You know, everybody loves a good fanny pack nowadays. I mean, I have one, but I call it a running pack. Given I don't run, but it carries a water bottle, so it could carry, theoretically, a good 16-ounce bottle of beer in there if I wanted to. You know, it's my, my beer uh, pack, fanny beer pack there. I don't know what you would call it. But yeah, so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm naming our Halloween special, our yearly Halloween special. And Danielle's going to get mad because I did not, did not consult with her on this but it's going to be called horrorween yep and it's going to be awesome i know we'll, we'll have some scary stories some good uh some good you know old memories of when we were younger everybody loves halloween you know you feel the air start to get a little crisp the 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 leaves are falling. The leaves are dying. That's how bad. That's how awesome Halloween is. It, the, the world is saying it's scary time. It's scary time. Time for the plants to die. And Mother Nature will kill them. If all, you know, that's so awesome. And we're excited because right now, as, as of right now, I am recording couple hours before I go to the big Halloween, the new Halloween's coming out. And growing up, 
Everybody knows Michael Myers is my favorite scary movie. Halloween is my favorite school, uh, scary movie. I I just I, I love it. I mean, I think it's 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 not a perfect movie. I mean, there's there's parts where you you're like you're like why how does Michael Myers know how to drive a car? Why can I see that wrench in his hand when he breaks the window? You know, stuff like that. But it is still a great movie. You do, a, a movie does not need to be perfect to be a great movie. And that is in my top, top one, one, number one slot, probably. And then it would probably be, I love American Werewolf, American Werewolf in London, not American Werewolf in Paris, even though that one's okay. I, I don't know why people hate on that movie. That movie is pretty good. You know, it has a it it had a, a a great soundtrack. You know, Bush is on there. Everybody loves Bush. That sounds so dirty, but let me get back to Halloween. So yeah, it's like I think it's gonna be awesome, and I'm so excited to see it. I'm wearing my Michael Myers shirt. Right, I am gonna make a sign that says "I love you, Mike Myers," but it's not gonna be a picture of the actual Austin Powers guy. It's gonna be. Michael Myers, you know, with a heart around it, a heart and then a a pumpkin, a pumpkin shaped heart. I mean, wait, no, a heart shaped pumpkin. That's what it is. So, but y'all have a good one. And, and, and please go, go out there. If y'all are in the South Texas area, go support these uh, independent horror movies, man, because, you know, you can watch them now, and you may have to, you know, later on, they might be uh, a big shot. You can say, I saw his first movie that he ever made, and he did it well. And now he's this superstar director. But yeah, thank you guys. So, no weekend watchers, but yeah. So enjoy my cousin, my interview with my cousin, Mr. Alfonso Vega. Thank you. So uh, this is Michael with uh, Dead Rooster Radio, and today I'm happy to announce that I am interviewing my very own cousin, who made his very own horror movie. And uh, first of all, I want to say how uh, much uh, pride I have, and how much uh, you know I'm very proud of him for doing this because, uh, like, horror must run in our family. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, let me introduce Mr. Alfonso Vega, and uh, yes, we're going to be talking about his f- his film called Limbo. So, uh, what's going on, Al? Thank you, thank you, dude. I, I have a sound. <laughs> uh, if I would have known, I would have pl- I would have plugged my soundboard in to put the crap. Cool. I'm like that too. Uh, everything with me is like sound effects and no, I, whatnot, visualizing. I have like I have clips of all this crap that I just play over 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 us talking. But uh, this was more of an intimate conversation, so I was like, no, we're not putting sound effects in. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I appreciate the I appreciate the, the uh, you helping me out and promoting this film. I mean, it really means a lot. And uh, I know I'm like you. You know, it's, I mean, you know, you you can get in your podcast, get in your audience, get in it off the ground. It's same thing uh, with film. You know, it's it's you know, you you want people to to recognize the the talent and see that that it's alive and well. Um, San Antonio is one of the most unrated, unrecognized cities in the in the, the whole nation. But you know, it, it's true that if you really dig, you're gonna find a diamond in the rough. You're gonna find a needle in a haystack. You're gonna find a hidden gem. And that's the way I've always been. That that's my passion. I I go out there and I study the grades. I, I look for those. You know, uh, and I know sometimes you do it too. I don't know. You know, you just YouTube. You know, best yeah. hidden gem movies. And there's a lot of great movies out there that are that are not mainstream, unrecognized, but you see them and you're like, wow, this this is great. So mm-hmm. I I always um, do, try to uh, do my my homework and try to stay up to date on on what's going on. Mm-hmm. But Limbo is a a different kind of horror. It's more like reality horror. I wanted to make it documentary style, you know, to give you the feel. Like if there was actually, a, you know, reality style filming there. And it's, uh, it's, it's a different type of horror movie because you see this mother going insane. You see her life spiraling out of control. And her children are living in limbo. And um, this movie... Uh, it's it's uh, I have Jesse Borrego um, from you know Fear the Walking Dead, Blood In Blood Out. He's done a lot of movies and um, he plays a social worker and uh, of course the the great actress Evelyn Lake and she's coming up. She's really really talented. So um, I was very blessed to have a great cast, you know, because it's really like picking the best team so we can have this great picture you know, working together. So um, I'm really am thankful for everybody that was part of this production from, um, we only had three on the crew from my cameraman, Eric Garcia, to my PA, Joe Salina, and um, me, of course, and uh, a cast of, of different aspects of, because the family is really the core of the whole world. I mean, it's, it, we look to our parents as God, basically, and it's a proven fact that if you're very supportive and, and you communicate with your kids, they're more likely to succeed. But the less you do that, then, of course, you know, you get the opposite. So this is the dark side of, of, of a child's point of view. When they have, you're gonna see them experience the neglect, you're gonna see them experience the abuse, and it, and you know, of course, movies it, it makes everything look more impactful, more, you know, um, dramatic. Dark. So, yeah, very dramatic, yes. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> this is what happens in real life. You've seen it on the news. I mean, some of these horror stories that you're, you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe, you know, this lady did this or this guy did this to the children. So. Um, I've never seen anybody really tackle those issues, and I felt like it was time to do a story about a single mother with five kids struggling, trying to 
trying to find love, really. So, and, so um, where did this story come from? Uh, the story is basically, um, you know, from observation of what I've seen. Um, from, I mean, one time we were at uh, going to the restaurant, and I mean, I've lived in the poor parts of town, so it's not like everything's perfect there. So, you know, I'm going to show you what I see as an artist. I've seen kids, five kids in the street just wandering by themselves. And it, so it's not like this is just like stuff that, hey, you know, it came out the mind. This is actually things that I've seen in the lower part of town. And usually we want to paint everything as a bright and beautiful Disney world, but, you know, not really. You know, not everybody sees another point of view, which is, the dark side, the dark, twisted side of, of someone losing control. So, um, so th- why, why, Go ahead. why did you gear it more towards like a horror element as opposed to a dramatic element of a, of a story of a, you know, struggling mother? And well, because, um, horror to me is, is something that it, 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 it's, it's, it's horror. It is what it is. I mean, you're going to look at a killer. The only difference is he's going to put a mask on. That's the only difference. And it's still going to play out the same way. But, you know, you know you're going to see the suffering. You're going to see the pain and the anguish and everything being torn apart. So the only difference is, you know, I kind of like if you watch this, the film, the mother, she kind of looks like a joker. You know, mm-hmm. she has a lot of makeup. She, I make her like crazy where she's like, you know, it looks like she's twitching. So I wanted to show that because psychologically, like if you look at, um, what was it? Um, also another great film with, uh, um, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, remember where he was a cannibal, Hannibal Lecter? Remember? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Hannibal. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannibal, or, uh, um, Silence of the Lambs. Original. Silence yeah, of the Silence Lambs. Lambs. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've always loved that type of horror where it could be real yeah it could be real and and but this you know is real not as far as the story goes you know that it's a, it, you know this didn't really happen but you know in the real world it, can it happens happen. and yeah. i yeah so i wanted to be impactful in both ways you know i know i could make a a great fantasy horror uh, uh, of a killer going crazy and you know tiny people up and making them suffer and this and that I just wanted to show a different side, like we were discussing earlier, the, 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 just the broken of the innocent. Okay, so... That they're exposed to this violence and they're exposed to this, you know, madness. And, and they're in the limbo state. They're in this void of disconnection. And that's what I wanted to show. Oh. So it's like that. It's yeah. the... It's the... It's not the... It's the everyday horror that people go through. No, no, it's gonna. It's kind of like you're. It's a little modern in its take. I mean, I've, you know, I love Oliver Stone and, and, and like Natural Born Killers. I love uh, doing things like uh, from different points of view, like Quentin Tarantino. So you're gonna see different aspects of this one house that is like. You know, you never know what's going on behind the closed doors, and that's what I'm doing. I'm opening it so you can see, you know, this, you know, morbid tell 
of, you know, <laughs> darkness. And I don't want to give away the ending, but yeah, basically, oh. you know, it, it's just spiraling out of control and the mother is losing herself and, 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 and snapping on the kids and, and things, you know, build up to where, you know, we have that, that uh, dramatic ending, the, the horrible ending of I'd like to put it. Oh, so <laughs> like, uh, I can't believe that. <laughs> no, it's definitely <laughs> definitely. I'm up. I'll, I'll probably. I'm gonna check it out. What? Yeah. Well, you see, that's the thing. I, I just wanted to make a, a small point, real quick. If um, just the thing is, it's like we always say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, as far as like the paranormal, or w when something horrible happens, like whether it be uh, a, a ghost or whatever, or a demon, let's just say, "Oh my God, I can't believe that happened." Well, it's the same thing with the mentality of a mother, uh, you know, you know, going crazy and you know, snapping on her kids. It's, it's like I can't believe that happened. Let's just say that you know, yeah. and you read it on, on, you read it all the time, so. That's why I wanted to touch on that subject, you know. So, um, your lead actress, what was, what was her name again? Um, her name is Evelyn Lake, and you know you can find her on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And so, um, she's was it she's done a lot of other. Was it very hard for her to get into character? You know, being this uh, well, type um, of woman. One one thing I like to com commend her is her willingness to take this. Um, role and take it to you know she she loves she, one thing she told me is she loves those powerful roles she, she loves roles that actually try to bring out the best of her acting ability so i mean when i was casting this film in the beginning i had two actresses that quit and didn't want to do it after they received the script because they said it was just too dark that's what i was dealing with mm -hmm. I had two actors say, no, this is too dark. I can't play this role. It's, it's not. So, you know, on the production day, it was like, it was meant to be. She came and called, you know, right early in the morning and said, hey, I got your script. But, you know, I love it. I want to do this. I want to audition. And, you know, as soon as she auditioned, we, we started filming that, that day, that same day. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. no problem. She did it. She did a perfect job. Oh yeah, she she did a she did a great job, and um, there was a, it was hard for me to choose from a lot of the great things that she did, and that's when you know you got a good movie when it's hard to choose from all the scenes. But uh, you know, I uh, I did my best to make her look the most awesome actress she can. Well, that's cool, dude. Yeah. Uh what influence in like what influences in horror like what horror movies or what horror directors had oh. influences on you? Oh, great, great question. Um, I would say um, John Carpenter. Well, they got um, hello. That's the great right there. Yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> you right? love Carpenter. Um, yeah, of course, Carpenter is the best. Also, uh, of course, Stephen King. He's another great one. Um, uh, who else? Uh, horror. Um, there's the new horror director that I like. Um, I'm not too good with names, you know. I'm good with movies, but it's not the names. But he's uh, the one that did Oculus. He's actually from Texas. Oh, dude, and I forgot. His name slips me too. Yeah, he, <sighs> he's actually a great horror director that's coming up. So I'm an actor, so if he listens to this, hey, you want to cast me? I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, I've, never, um, 
Is that a really good movie? I've never seen Oculus. You know that? Oh, really? No. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great movie. It's actually about, you know, the idea was a little far-fetched. When he pitched it to the executive, they're like, what? You look into a mirror and, and, and it's haunted. Mike Flanagan. Things happen, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it was a far-fetched idea, but, you know, he carried it out perfectly and, and you know, he was able to be successful with it. So that that's really all that matters is if you could, you know, hit the big market and, and get the audience, then, you know, you obviously have a niche for it. Yeah, it's uh, Mike Flanagan. That's his name. Yeah. That's, that's the director. Yeah. He did uh, Ouija, uh, Origins of Evil. Dude, he did one of my, probably one of the newer horror movies that I like is Hush. Have you ever seen Hush? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, uh, he did that, that one. That very, awesome. very good yeah. movie. He did, uh, he also did Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game I, is on Netflix right now if they, people can go watch it. Uh, Before I Wake, too. Before I Wake was pretty good as well. So yeah, he's a very good call out to one of one of those guys that's you know on his way that's doing very good work in the genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So that's freaking awesome. So, uh, what was it like directing uh, Mr. Jesse Borrego? Oh man, that's that's one thing that is. Um, you weren't scared, were you? Because I would have been scared. No, no, I wasn't <laughs> nervous because actually. Um, I, I kind of got used to it because I, I, not a lot of people know, but I, I was able to work behind the scenes with uh, Luke Wilson on Idiocracy. I played a police officer, and I came out in like three or four scenes. So I was in the background like arresting Luke Wilson. If you look real close, you could see me, and then I'm a, a prison guard when he leaves. So we were able to, you know, in be, behind the scenes, we're chit-chatting, we're joking around, and he was just really humble. That's the same thing with Jesse Borrego. He was very humble. You know, just like one of the guys, jokey. He doesn't, you know, they don't have this ego. It's just all about, hey, let's let's, let's do something great here. Let's make it happen. And mm-hmm. and he was just awesome. And we we hung out uh, at his studio and we chilled. So it was really cool. It was a lot yeah, fun. I don't know. I think yeah. I think just because his like his his role in uh, you know Blood in Blood Out would uh, you know that's just a movie that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. As a, uh, as Latino men, and it's like, yep, yeah, it's like it, it's a, that's a pivotal character that's set in your mind, and I, I think oh, like yeah. at he, first he's I would, up, yeah. he's up there, yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely. So I was lucky to be able to be there at the right place at the right time, and because I wanted to, I knew when I was writing, I was like, this is I want Jessica Bodega to play the social worker. Yeah. And um, I, I was at the right place. And, oh, he's having a, a thing at the art gallery. And he's going to be over here. So I went. And, you know, I of course, I pitched him the idea. And he was he was ready for it. And he was like, yeah, sounds great. So so where was his shot? Was it shot here in San Antonio? Oh, everything was shot in San Antonio. Yeah. Wow. So you're, you're, you're trying to bring that hometown flavor out Those to the mass. first go. Championships <laughs> all the way, baby. <laughs> oh man i love san antonio i'm serious i love it i love it and i do have the all-american dream of making a big hollywood film here in san antonio and uh, you know a lot of people don't know i do i do a lot of hustle like rodriguez style been behind the scenes at a lot of concert events and and, and been the cameraman and so i do been in documentaries cross country i've done a lot to to try to stay in the game and you know I could have moved to L.A., 
and, and I just didn't want to. I, I want to do it here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. bring that 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 feeling of, of of hope of making things happen. So, um, where, like, okay, hold on. I kind of, I kind of, my mind drew a blank because of the whole, okay. the whole ghost first go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had I had a question lined up. I had a question lined up and he totally okay. threw me for a loop because I started laughing. Oh, oh! So how does it feel? There you go. How does it feel? Because your your movie is closing down um, this uh, festival, right? Uh huh. It's the last movie shown, gonna be shown yep. that day, right? Be shown for the yeah. weekend, and it's up for seven awards, right? Yeah, seven nominations. Uh, one of them is the Audience Choice Award. So hopefully, I could get a big audience to vote me as the best film and and um, what's win the, that. But what's the runtime on this movie? It's forty-four minutes. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. So, but okay. It's uh, you're up for uh, in the awards. You're up for best director. Best director, best producer, best actress, best cinematographer, best writer. Um, yeah, um, hold on. Um, I gotta look it up here. (laughs) (laughs) I have it. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, best feature, best producer, best director, best cinematography, best writer, best actress, actress audience choice. So are you gonna be you're gonna be at the uh, the festival all weekend? Oh yeah, of course. I'm gonna be there to network. I mean, I, I just checking out everybody else's film. Yes, uh huh. Yeah, and um, you know, con- commend and congratulate everyone because I mean, as an artist, uh, you put work You have a pod- Yeah, exactly. Y'all you put, put working, a lot of work yeah. in and a hard work, and 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 you know, it means a lot to it, it means a lot to me, especially just to have this moment. To, yeah. You no, know. honey, you should, uh, I'm very proud and you should be very proud, you know, that you, to, you. you're, you're getting this, you're getting, you're starting, you're starting it off and you're starting it off well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, one of the distributors, he's actually from LA. So I, I told uh, the guys like, man, hopefully, because everything works by word of mouth. You yeah. Know, it, if they know somebody, you say, "Hey, I know this guy. He's really good. You should check him out." You know, then we could move forward in this business. That's the way it is. Networking. Yeah, because let me tell you, I saw your 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 trailer, and it looked crazy. Like she's <laughs> she's 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 tripping. I don't know what you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's crazy. But but but, show, yeah. but 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 shout out to Aquanet because that got my attention in the trailer. Did, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> was that your intention for? <laughs> if anything, yeah, yeah, we we wanted to put as much like makeup and 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 products as possible, you know, because in you want to like I don't know if you so were going... concerned with herself and and her own, you know, problems that you know. That's why we we, we put that. I thought you were going for. The, I thought you were going for the Aquanet sponsorship, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Hey, if they want to, uh, if they I'm want, right. If they want right. to, they've been around for a while, right? Yeah, no. Um, back in the eighties, with the with the with the fan hairspray, yeah. you know, like woo, watch out. 
that's Locker like style. I was like, man, this is a crazy ass trailer. And then all of a sudden, I saw the Aquanet, and I was like, what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, at least you noticed the details, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's my job to to notice the details and then forget them yeah. and get names wrong. That's what I do. I get names backwards or wrong, and then I forget who's in what movie. <laughs> Uh, very very good for my job, right? <laughs> to forget <Yes>. what... <laughs> but no, I have Yeah, a, it was same here. You're supposed I to have, be good with names. No, I have, a, I have a sister that facts checks me and tells me that I'm wrong all the time. So uh, that that's fine, you know? When you're, when you're doing yeah. a podcast with your sister, she can, she can <laughs> check you all the time. And, and that's what little sisters are good for. Right. Yeah. But uh, so uh, Limbo... Let's uh let's tell the people where they can see it this coming weekend. Yes, Limbo you could see this Sunday. Um it's going to be at the Holiday Inn Northwest by SeaWorld and it's going to be October 21st at 12 p.m. starting at 12 p.m. and it's going to run till you know about 1 give or take and then the question and answer is going to be after that. So, um, and then shortly after that, the award ceremony. So. so it's a horrific fest, right? San Antonio horrific fest? Horrific, horrific film fest. Oh, yeah. The, the and I'd like to uh, give a shout out to George Ortiz, um, the program coordinator and you know, the person responsible for the whole event. Because honestly, it, it, it just, it means a lot, you know, when an artist can put his work on display, you know, and um, so I really want to thank him from the bottom of my heart and my whole crew and cast, mm. you know, Jesse Borrego to Evan Lake to to all the child actors. Cool. Know. That's awesome, dude. But definitely I'll, I'll, I will be there to check it out. So, awesome. Yeah, of course. Got to support you, bro. We'll appreciate it. Yeah, support you. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, so uh, – I guess we we can uh, send people on their merry ways and let them go. And uh, it was a good interview, Dean. Yes. Good catching up with you again. And um, we will tell these people bye. All right. Thank you for your time. All right. God bye. bless and good luck. All right. Bye. All right, bye. You still there? Hello. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that was just to cut off for the interview. Beat. But thanks, man. Dee. It was awesome talking to you. Oh, shit. Did I hang up?